When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to The Playlist Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Barfield, Managing Editor of The Playlist. And for this episode, I have another interview for you folks. This time I got to speak with two people that are part of the crew bringing you The Kitchen on Netflix. No, that's not some new reality series about chefs. The Kitchen is actually a dystopian sci-fi drama about the power of community. And I was thrilled to get the chance to speak with actor Kane Robinson, as well as writer and director Daniel Kaluuya. Yes, that Daniel Kaluuya. With The Kitchen, Kaluuya makes his feature directorial debut, co-directing alongside Kibwe Tavares. As mentioned, The Kitchen is a dystopian sci-fi drama about a man named Izzy, who is a resident of the last public housing complex in future London, dubbed The Kitchen. In this future, social housing like The Kitchen has been outlawed, so this thriving, close-knit community is under constant threat of law enforcement invasion. And Izzy, for his part, just wants to get out and go live life on the other side. However, when a young boy named Benji comes into his life, he has to figure out if he'd rather do the selfish thing and leave the kitchen and Benji behind or stand up for his community and fight back. So in this interview, I got the chance to speak with both Kane Robinson and Daniel Kaluuya about the film. And we talk quite a bit about the message of the film, as well as the thought that went into the sci-fi setting. And since I'm talking to both the lead actor and a filmmaker who's won an Oscar for acting, we dive a bit deeper into the performances on screen and what it's like for Robinson to perform on set in front of Kaluuya. And you better believe I had to sneak a question in for Kluya about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, where he voiced Hobie Brown, a.k.a. Spider-Punk. But before I play the interview, i got to tell you the Playlist Podcast is part of the Playlist Podcast Network, which includes Defocus, The Discourse, Binge Worthy, and more. And if you want to find us, you can check your podcast app of choice. Okay, so here's my interview with Kane Robinson and writer-director Daniel Kluya, who both worked on The Kitchen, which comes to Netflix around the world on January 19th. Enjoy. So uh, I want to start off by saying I really liked the movie. It was very surprising to me in a, a number of ways. I, I The emotional stuff was was really hard hitting. So I, I'm very happy to speak to you, Kane, as well. But I want to start with Daniel, because I read that this project uh, was something you've been thinking about for a long time. And uh, so I only can assume that this is something, this whole idea of you directing is something you've kind of had in the back of your mind for quite a while. I don't really, I don't really, I don't really, you know what is, I think a lot of people said I should. And I kind of push back on it because I didn't want to do it just to look like as a flex, you know what I'm saying? To say, oh, I direct now. I kind of wanted to do it for like if I had a real vision, you know what I'm saying? And, and wanted to actualize it. And I'm always on a on a on a tip where like whatever the idea wants from me, you know what I'm saying? So and so this this wanted this. Yeah. And and this is something that uh people might not know. You co-directed alongside uh Kibwe Tavares. And this is a feature film debut for both of you guys. So did it make it a little easier for that transition from acting to directing, knowing you had kind of this partner in crime right next to you? hundred percent. I think it was um, on both of us. It kind of, it allowed us to, 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 to lean on each other's strengths. You know what I mean? So there was stuff that like world building and, and stuff that like architecture, that was the ambition and the imagination that we were reaching for, that he'd done these previous work. And then, and then obviously I, I just, 
I really care about characters and, and story and um and, and drilling down on that. So we, we both supported each other in that. Yeah. And Kane, uh, you have an interesting background, I think. Uh, this is the first thing I've seen you in, but you started with music uh, and, and have a pretty successful career in that. And now you're you're transitioning to acting. So what? how did you get involved in The Kitchen? And were you at all intimidated kind of leading the cast uh, for a big movie like this? Um. Not not necessarily intimidated uh, for the wrong reason, but just for just just wanting to do well, you know. Um, I just you know, Daniel's been thinking about this idea and writing it for ten years. I didn't want to let this idea down at the end, you know. What I mean, I wanted to bring what I bring to the table and have you know my opinion and 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 take on where I think the character can go. But I just wanted to do it justice, you know. I felt like it was an important piece to be a part of. Uh, um, from London, I grew up in London. Um, it's a it's a London film that um, has global reach, but um, but it it was touching to me, and and the themes that it had touched on was um, yeah, I I felt like it was it it was a good time for this story to be told, and a lot of challenges in there, especially with the character and a lot of emotional scenes that you spoke about um, at the beginning, and I I just wanted to nail those. Really, I just wanted you to to bring the human side out in the character and that kind of father son story and like is he finding it within himself to care about someone other than himself, but you know he and he's not really a part of the same group in the kitchen that are fighting for each other and for the kitchen survival. He wants out, and then having that moment where he maybe realizes that you know, this is what love is and connection is and yeah, yeah, this is what family is, you know. Um, that whole journey that he's gone on was like very interesting to me on the page and I just wanted to help bring it to life but with my own take on it as well. Yeah, and, and we can get into the kind of the meat of the story for me. I think the through line that I saw in this, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is the whole I versus we, right? And that that whole idea of self-interest versus embracing community. And you mentioned that, Kane, with with the relationship with with Izzy and Benji, but also just, you know, that's the whole through line through this movie. Um, so what is it, Daniel, about this I versus we that interested you so much kind of on a conceptual basis? Um, I wouldn't have articulated it like this, like in the process. I think I had to be away from the process to actually understand it fully. But I, I came across a quote. Actually, Nipsey Hussle mentioned it. He said, would you rather be at war with yourself and peace with the world, or you would rather be at peace with yourself and at war with the world? And I feel that that's what Izzy's going through. Do you know what I'm saying? As a person, I think that's what the community's going through. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, um, and and I feel like it's um, I think like it's where we're at as a people. In a sense that we're in a very in the West anyway, it's a very individualistic society, and um and it's kind of made us very divisive, but like pocket watching comparison, and um and I feel like it it robs us of a lot of joy, and a lot of love, and if we have this world that's in the future that don't believe in that, and then have this this community and their strength is in their unity, you know what I'm saying? But it's more it's interesting to, to follow a guy that doesn't believe in that. Do you know what I mean? That represents those voters that vote aspirationally, that vote, vote against their interests. Do you know what I mean? He wants out, he wants the the better house, he wants the life, he wants to, he wants to just, he doesn't believe in this idea. 
but he's from the other idea. Do you know what I mean? Uh, from this idea, sorry. And um, so yeah, that that for me was just like just a, a kind of like what what war do you what war are you picking? Because there is a war happening. I mean, so what war are you picking? And Kane, the the I versus we that that Izzy goes through, other other than the whole like community aspect, is with Benji and and you have a lot of scenes that are super emotional as we were talking about with with Jediah and that I I I have to imagine was created through a lot of uh, you know bonding that you guys spent like you know behind the scenes. So what was it like developing that that bond with such a young actor and and kind of like giving yourself fully to those scenes? Uh, it wasn't an intentional bond, but we just naturally spent more time around each other during the process of filming. And and when those scenes, when those scenes came into the schedule a little bit later on, we was kind of, you know, a, a little bit closer, but but still I, I, I feel like that kind of, that, that standoffish wall up, you know, guard always up, hard to let anyone else in that's what the character's going through. So any awkwardness or kind of like new relationship in real life can help play into those kind of vibes on screen. So that was good, good as well. So we didn't overdo it with the bonding, but um, it was yeah. Those were those were really good scenes. And and Jediah, who plays Benji, just um, just brought it. But it was. It was like, you know, at times he was the adult, you know, and, and Izzy was a child and didn't know how to let anyone else in and maybe maybe fears letting anyone else in because people have left him before and just opening himself up to a connection was like a major deal. And I know the viewer might might have been thinking, like, this is clearly, you're, you're, you know what I mean? This is what you're supposed to do, but sometimes they're the hardest things to do right the right thing um and he's going through that journey and it's um it, yeah it was it was interesting for me to play but watching it back on camera um to see how it unfolds and gets closer that falls away and then comes closer again it's like i think it was um masterfully put together and and casting daniel how did you come about uh finding jediah and and knowing that this is the the kid that can can uh act opposite kane I think his auntie told him to 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 send the tape. And, um, <laughs> That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, and, and then we we looked through the tapes, and he was just he was just he was the man. Do you know what I mean he was the guy? Like it was, and it's funny because he was the one that hadn't done any training, and he just he just bounced, and he he has a charisma to him, Jadio. I mean, and and but what what surprised us on set, me and Kibway was just the kind of like wow, like how much emotional depth he was able to tap into. I mean, in certain in certain scenes, that really helped motor certain scenes, and really, like he was able to emotionally drive certain scenes and 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 push him in the push the film in a certain place that we were surprised about um, him and and Kane. So it was um it's amazing and it's amazing their chemistry between the two. I feel, just you know saying it's like how it really got into it. You really felt the growth of their the growth of their bond through that uncomfortability rooted in that uncomfortability they really played that really effortlessly and honestly you know so 
was uh, a lot of the the scenes between the two of you guys are are not dialogue heavy at all. A lot of them are are just looks and and short little lines. Was that always in the script that way? Were you looking to to have kind of the the action speak louder than words, so to speak? And that was the aspiration, but I think the it. I mean, it's our first film, so a lot of it is like we have an idea, and I I I, I be real, like I kind of can overwrite, and um. And then and then I write this these dialogues and and this this bit passage for Izzy and then Kane shows up and does it in a look. You know what <laughs> I mean, so it's that thing where like you, you don't need it. Do you know what I'm saying? And actually, more interesting than actually lean in and actually you you actually understand more of him than than you would ever in those lines. So I think it was just kind of we had to be honest about where we was at and and about the. What, what we had and then in the edit we were just like no take it out take it out take it out take it out and then it was revealing itself to what it was as opposed to what we wanted it to be do you know what I'm saying uh, and that was I think that was a really rewarding thing about this process yeah and and to talk more about the the world of the kitchen you uh you mentioned the world building and that was something that uh that Kibway kind of thrived at and one of the things that I noticed is you do so much world building without really leaving the kitchen you, you only give us very minor hints at what the greater part of London looks like, right? We were so involved in this community. So was that just always the the focus for you and, and intentional to to kind of leave that kind of a mystery? Yeah, because I feel like the imagination, well, this is very much like, I remember right at the beginning of the process, we was like a lot of British cinemas, minimalism, and we wanted to do maximalism. And, and, we, and I think it was about activating our imagination on the world that we see. And... I think to be realistic, the budget that we have, we don't have the luxury to do those things in the outside world. But I felt that that was an asset for us because if we look at the perspective of the characters, they don't, they don't see that. But I saw Big Ben when I was fifteen. Like you mean, like what am I gonna yeah. go big? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, like <laughs> that's right. Like I, that was just like one bus away. But I'm not gonna pull up to Big Ben for. You know what I mean it's like it's an imagination. Like it's like it's, so we kind of use that for we show glimpses of it. And then we you we go we want the audience to go whoa, whoa I wonder what this looks like I wonder what that looks like and that makes us fill into the world as if reading like a, reading a book like reading a fantasy novel and you're hearing about things and you're like oh wow it must be like that and then it, I feel like it gets the audience more engaged as opposed to showing something that was basically not as emotionally grounded as the detail that we have in the kitchen you know what I'm saying so it's that thing where like it, it was just it was a decision that we made but we had setups like the care home that we had to cut uh, in the outside world. But, and then that was because the perspective, it wasn't, it didn't feel right that the perspective was from the outside of the kitchen. So we paired that back as well. I think it's sick how the way it is. And it's like, you show it through, you know, Izzy like going to work. So you get to see that side, but then he wants to go and get this apartment and he, you know, he keeps going and he's at the lobby, but he don't really, he's not allowed in yet yeah. then he gets the money and then you finally get into this place that he's always wanted to get into and you watch him be a bit like oh this is it about <laughs> <laughs> like the same size as where i've just come from yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> white paint but this this is what everyone's like aspiring to you know what i mean it was it's soulless it's soulless mm. like the kitchen is a uh, has way more heart you know but he had to realize that 
Yeah. How much, uh, just as a practical standpoint, cause you're talking about budget concerns, like I'm watching the kitchen and it does feel big, right? Like it feels big because you, you develop that, that area specifically so well with the, the market and, you know, all the different apartments and everything. What, like, are we talking a massive set here or, or how long did that take? Oh, it's a huge set. We, we, yeah. uh, over like a, 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 a like a abandoned area, abandoned place next to a, a, a train line in Bethnal Green, and we made that at the market. I mean, obviously, like, and it's it was weird because it was like a full buzzing market, but then a lot of it was like um, stuff that would be come back in CG CG that we would do, and you, you didn't see the realized finished thing, but we we knew that what what was going to happen. But I think it was a lot of it was about getting the vibe right, and also we sat down with a futurist. And he he just said how in the future like things don't change in in a sense it's like to say as if like I'm from like North London so Caledonian Road right like if you go down to Cali um, and say something like in 1900 right it'll be Johnsons and Sons and they'll sell meat right and then now that place is Iceland and they sell meat Do you know what I mean it's just like it's just a and it actually the the architecture of the shop looked the same but now it's just capitalist. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. And or it'll be a tool toolbox shop, yeah, on this thing. And now it's like selling charges. It's still serving the same purpose to the community, but it's just a reflection of the language that we are using right now. And that's what we kind of wanted. It's like, oh, you can see the elephant and castle in the kitchen. You can see the flipping like Dawson Market, Ridley Road Market in the kitchen. You can you can see where we shot it with East Ham in it. Like we can yeah. see that in the kitchen. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like you can feel that energy, but then there's stuff which is like a lick of wallpaper and a lick of paint that makes it look like otherworldly, but also they have the kind of worst stuff of the new world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's what we cut so we want to give it a grungy um feel to it. Um yeah. Yeah. So back to you, Kane, about uh, your acting here, because one of the things I, I was thinking about, I couldn't escape, is that Daniel Kaluuya is directing Kane Robinson. And that has to be kind of intimidating, right? Like this is a guy who has an Oscar and you're trying to perform in front of him. And I'm sure, you know, you seem like a really great guy, Daniel, but I'm sure, you know, <laughs> I'm a sweetheart. <laughs> I'm sure that, that that has a little bit of weight, right? <laughs> he said, I said, do it like this. <laughs> and then does it himself. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, um, I, I hope you follow football, but obviously I, I hear a lot about um, when like Glenn Hodder was a manager or, or, you know what I mean? But he was, he was still good enough to like yeah. show players how to take the free kick, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, shit, my manager can do it better than I can fucking do. <laughs> but, um, but nah, Dan went like that at all. Um, wasn't like that at all. Uh, it it was just always, you know, good conversation. It, 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 if anything, it was just just use it as a uh, it's a major asset to me, you know, to be able to 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 speak with someone that like gets it, even if you can't maybe articulate it. Um, if you don't, if you feel something's off or you want to try something, it was always open, you know. And this is the this is not just the director and a great actor. He's the writer as well, and like you don't really want the writer on set <laughs> especially if you're trying to like maybe not say something or change something but it was just always like open to um just uh how can we make this truer and even if we're saying the same thing if it feels more true to you if you say it this way or 
you don't say this, you know, how, it, it's all about intention. And we always could have those conversations. So it, it was an asset to me. Uh, it's also like Kane, Kane can, what Kane is doing right now in his career is like kind of um, like forging a, a style of acting that's from London. And I did see that in the first series, Top Boy, where it's not like when I grew up coming into the game, that really didn't exist. You know what I'm saying? A certain kind of London, a true London, essentially something's out there that you can put in a real story, like in a, in a global story. And that's what he kind of like really grew on the on the kitchen set is that kind of a tone, like a, a grounded, real, soulful performance that had nuance and complexities and depth that you don't really see in contemporary, or well, I know this is set in the future, but contemporary London characters and contemporary British characters um, uh, in a film like that. Do you know what I'm saying? A lot of um, the British characters are more kind of from the old... Like you I mean like an old archetype that they rehashed? Don't say, well, this is kind of like a, a really a, a man of now, even though it's set in the future. Yeah, and and before I let you go, I gotta, I gotta ask uh, you, Daniel, are somebody who who clearly takes great care in choosing projects, um, and you don't pump out two to three films a year. You're not that. You've never been that guy. So is this now directing is such a huge undertaking? Is this something you want to pepper in from time to time, or is this a rare thing for you? Yeah, maybe. But I'll figure it out. <laughs> I'll keep it real. You like it depends. It depends on it. It depends on what what it is. Like I don't, I don't feel restricted in terms of like, oh, I've got to do this now. I've got to do that now. It's just like there ain't a lot of scripts about that that entice me. And then um, and I've always I've always like whenever I've done these past few roles, like in the last few years, I was right. I've gone off and right kitchen. So I, I I was at the Sundance Screenwriters Lab for the kitchen a month before I shot Get Out. I mean, it was like I've been doing this, so it's like I want to just keep doing it all. This is just a, uh, I'm just being honest about what what I've been doing in the past ten years. So, like, I feel like whatever whatever the idea wants from me, and keep working with people that inspire me, like like Kane and Jedi and Kidway. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and also before I let you go, I'm a huge Spider Man fan, so it made me super happy to see Hobie Brown Spider Punk become such a huge like cultural icon. Were you expecting that, or did that catch you off? Uh, completely by surprise to see the the fans' reactions. That caught me off guard. I can't lie. That caught me off guard. I, I weren't really. I was saying certain words in the thing. They were like, "No, keep it real. Say say this. Say that." I know these boys in London say this. I was like, "You sure, bro? No one will understand me." <laughs> and he was like, yeah, "Yeah." And then I think it went nuts. I think I go around now, and it's like a lot of people come up to me like, my "Kids love you. My kids, my kids, my kids." And he's not in the film that much, so I think that caught me by surprise. But then that I love. Into the Spider Verse, like that's why that's that's my film that I watch with my niece. You know what I'm saying? We love that. So, to to be a, a character or a voice of a character in the second one was just like a was a, was a pleasure. You know what I'm saying? And I just just I'm happy to be in part of like what Kemp built with um Phil and Chris and that. Yeah, I I gotta admit, just as a, a dumb American, the idea of you being able to use your real accent in a movie is wild to me. So it was kind of cool to 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 see you do that and to have that part of you catch on so much. Yeah, no, I had, I don't I don't use my accent in uh for about ten years in the film. Yeah, so it was a long time, so it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, all right, guys, I I got to wrap up, but thank you so much, man. Uh, the kitchen's great. It's coming out on Netflix real soon. Kane, you're awesome. Uh, I, it's kind of weird talking to you. I gotta admit because you're so silent in the movie, and you say so much with like these like strong eyes that I was a bit intimidated. I'm like, what's he gonna be like? But you're you're great. Thank you, man. <laughs> Thank you. Good to speak, man. Appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. All Thanks right. for the. Man.